0: y'all what is just god what is popping it's your girl savage life tv and you are listening to the fifth episode of ufc aka your fave creative Woo! whether i'm your fave or not i'm here to share my creative journey with y'all in hopes to relate or inspire whichever you desire what's up y'all welcome to the fifth episode the big Five. Oh man Now, this goal may seem small, but to be honest, I've been winging this whole experience, so earlier this year, I didn't think I would have a podcast, but boom, shakalaka, we're here, baby, and we are here for the long haul. So quick appreciation to all y'all listeners so far, I wish I could host a little party and have all my listeners from around the world just here, we just turn the f*** up, but anyway, anyway, the audio relationship will suffice for now. So today's topic is a little different. I don't have any tips per usual to share, but I do wanna get a little deep and share the story on why I decided to have a business in streetwear fashion as a woman in a male-dominated industry. With this topic, this is going to be essentially a recap of my teenage years, call it a cap, whatever, but this was a very pivotal point in my young life, finding myself through fashion, my views on gendered clothing growing up, and how that made me the person I am today. But before I ramble on, let's, of course, give it up for the one and the only vocab with so- yeah, Woo! Right, man. Just love that. Just love that. Okay, okay. This week's battle of the vocab was between ersatz and Calamy. Calamy? Calamy. And the winner of this week's vocab was... Ersatz. Yeah. Sounds like some fancy grocery store or ingredient, but trust me, this is not defined as a fancy word. Okay, so ersatz. That's E-R-S-A-T-Z. It's an adjective. It means made or used as a substitute, typically an inferior one for something else. Be careful of Ursat's products, especially Ursat's beauty products on Amazon, eBay, and any other third-party website. There's a documentary called Broken, and their first episode talks about Ursat's beauty products online and especially in the fashion districts here in LA. So just just be careful. You can call vegan food Ursat's food. I mean, not in a negative way, of course, but it is a substitute for meat products and fish. Pizza not made from real cheese, gluten-free maybe, can be called Ursatz pizza okay and hey there is no shame in wearing Ursatz jewelry some people can't afford thousands of dollars to wear flashing things or maybe they can afford it but just can't justify spending that much and hey that is a-okay i mean you can even describe Ursatz jewelry with confidence like girl is that real this is Ursatz, okay i mean fake it until you make it buddy you ain't gotta prove to anybody. And if you like something and it looks cool on you, who cares if it's ersatz, right? All right. Word of the week is ersatz. Take it home. Tell your friends. Okay, rambling session begins now. So buckle up. Buckle up. All right. So my reasoning for doing streetwear, and let me clarify, unisex streetwear was not based on the simple idea of oh this looks cool everyone's doing it type motive no 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 first of all I was a self-proclaimed non-conformist growing up I mean I still am so doing things because everyone's doing it was never my forte in fact if everyone's into a certain trend or whatever it is that just makes me just so turned off by it I just I don't know, I've always been like this. Like if everyone is going right, I'm like, I'ma go left. You know, it's just naturally. I don't know, I don't know what it is. And then I'll only revisit that trend or whatever it is when it's not popular anymore. This is like my safe zone to partake in what everyone was liking or doing at a certain time. I don't know, I know, anyway. Streetwear was something I grew up with, something I stumbled on when finding myself, and I loved it to where I wanted to be part of it in a much bigger way. Let me tell you about Sav growing up, y'all. Sav was a tomboy growing up. Okay, where my tomboy's at? Hey, where my tomboy's at? I see you, I see you, shit. all right. My first group of friends in elementary school were all guys and we were the shit at lunch. Always having fun, man. Like it just felt like second nature. I didn't mind getting all rough and dirty during recess, and I just never was the girly girl type. I mean, I had a Barbie house, but I would fill that with all different types of toys, especially like the Bionicles. Remember those? Oh my God, I had like every color, but anyway, growing up as a tomboy, girl clothing just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like me. I mean, I would still shop at those girly girl stores with my mom, but finding my style was so hard. And I'd always pick the cool color tones, like green, blue, purple, but dark purple, you know? And the warm colors that involved like red and pink and all that fuchsia, nope, nope, nope. Keep that away from me. As I got a little older, I would shop at the stores like PacSun, Tilly's, those kind of surf, skate clothing shops. And then from there, I started to buy more men's graphic tees and ultimately just fell in love with men's streetwear i hope i tap into a core memory with some folks on this one but karma loop karma loop.com? oh boy karma loop.com was my sh- shit okay oh my god karma loop.com was the hub of streetwear it was one of those sites where you shop for other streetwear brands or you find out other brands within that website, right? So I would discover dope-ass graphic tees, streetwear brands that I just I just had to get. Like Young and Reckless is my favorite one. Asphalt was one of them. Damn, I can't remember the other ones, but I really wish I still had those tees. Unfortunately, they were a size small. And since I like my s*** oversized, I only wear an XL now. So, side note, side note, side note, if anyone hypothetically wanted to gift me a t shirt, it's gotta be a large or XL or I won't wear it. So, what? I'm like 14, 15, 16, getting into men's streetwear, having this whole opinion on why the men's tees have cool, dope graphics and all the women's tees are so obviously feminine and lame. Like the writing would be in cursive, the graphic would be in some pink and purple, like, oh my God, oh my God, I must be a girl because I'm wearing this shirt. I just feel like women tees in streetwear was just so gendered, like girls have to wear this shirt. Whereas the men tees were more universally cool. They didn't scream, this is a man's tee. You gotta be a man to wear it. I feel like the design effort and creativity was poured into the men's side and the women's. And hey, look, 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 I get why brands did this again this is a male dominated industry so of course they're going to cater into the men's style and of course there are women out there who like the feminine streetwear you know i get that i get all of that i'm just saying the difference between their styles doesn't have to be so different the cool graphic tees should not just be reserved on the guy's side of the page you know the whole disparity in design quality and creativity made me question gender clothing as a whole. Look, I believe anyone should wear anything they want. Fashion should not be discriminatory. It should not bound people to certain realms. It should be about free expression and individuality. I also get that when a brand has men and women clothing, that the men don't just have to buy the men's and the women don't have to buy just the women's. I get that, I get that. But here's a thought, right? Why not make it unisex? Why can't this just be marketed for all so tomboys like me don't have to grow up all confused and feel like I'm not feminine enough to be a girl because I didn't agree on how gendered clothing portrayed girls and women. To me, gender normativity in clothing is lame and feels exclusive. And hey, if you make or design clothes geared to a certain audience, for example, dresses, nightgowns, lingerie, I'm not saying you gotta change all that up. I'm not saying that. But I don't think it hurts at all to have an inclusive mindset while visualizing your piece on anybody who can rock it anybody doesn't matter gender does not matter anybody that's all i'm saying a little diversity here a little more inclusivity here it can't hurt so as a way of i guess challenging the normative gendered clothing structure especially in streetwear i created my brand to be unisex as someone who owns so many men's tees it just felt like the right thing to do it felt like me I started my brand with the basic streetwear recipe, right? Like graphic tees, sweatshirts, sweats, beanies, hats. This was my catalog for a minute until I found my footing in sewing and making more unique designs and silhouettes when i moved to la i started to have more one-of-one pieces like i created these pvc vests decked in grommets and every color and rainbow and i had them sold on a store on melrose like true story true story i had these pvc leather chest pieces cut and sew bucket hats pretty much any design i thought of i recreated with my little sewing machine and no matter how different the piece was I still promoted it as unisex. It didn't matter which gender looked better in my clothing. This is for anyone to feel worthy. And I mean anyone. Unisex inclusivity is a big thing for me since I didn't feel like I identified with a lot of things that were supposed to be made for me as a girl. To get even more real y'all, let's talk about gender. Gender is a social construct it's artificially imposed. What i mean by this is gender roles, behaviors, attitudes, expectations are created by society and enforced by social norms. In addition, gender socialization is deformation of gender identity, which is one's definition of oneself as man or woman. As we're all caught up to speed now, We know these aren't the only gender identities that exist in the world. We're also socialized by family, educators, religious people, peer groups, and the wider community who teach us what is expected from us in terms of appearance and behavior based on whether they code us as boy or girl. So this dichotomy can be extremely confusing if a boy or girl doesn't identify themselves as society identifies them. Hence, this is why I felt so disconnected with society's depiction of women's streetwear fashion since I couldn't identify myself in something I want to be identified in. Just didn't make any sense. To get even more real on the topic of gender, I do want to bring up one of the seven hermetic principles that touches on gender and just brings it all back to the idea of you sex and i'm not trying to get all religious on you but i do think this principle is worth sharing to dismantle that dichotomy of gender in the seven hermetic principles which by the way i super recommend looking up the rest of these principles as they are seen as the first ever principles about life in relation to the universe but anyway anyway the principle of gender states that gender is in everything everything has masculine and femininity principles gender manifests on all planes and i believe this wholeheartedly i think of masculine and femininity as a spectrum within everyone and it all depends on where you lie on that spectrum do you lean more towards masculine or feminine or both you know for example i'd say i'm more masculine than feminine a thousand percent this principle however also states the importance of seeking balance between these two things Too much of one thing is never good. Too much masculine energy leads to growth of power, which we lose perspective of what's important. You can equate this as too much masculinity equals too much of the ego, right? Too much femininity leads to a life so deeply in the present that our lives become determined by external circumstances out of our favor. So we're not as in control as we would want to be, right? To me, unisex essentially is the promise of that balance, is the seeking of that balance, of making sure both ideologies, femininity and masculinity can exist on the same plane and therefore be for anyone. To tie this all up in a very nice bow, my decision in doing unisex streetwear was based on promoting inclusivity and belonging. No matter what you identify with, anyone could be worthy. Anyone can wear anything from my store. I've had certain people ask me if pieces were for them, and the answer is always yes. Like, just because it doesn't look like the traditional thing that a man or woman would wear, like, if you like it, make it yours, you know, make it for you. And I am glad to see that streetwear fashion now is considered more unisex than when I was growing up. A lot more brands don't distinguish between men's and women's. A lot more women's wearing like t-shirts, like cool t-shirts the guys are wearing. They have the same t-shirts. There's no drastic difference in quality and creativity between the two anymore, I say. It's great. I don't think it's bad for brands to distinguish between men's and women's. I don't, I really don't. I just think, you know, if you're making something for everybody anyway, like might as well just put it all in the same pot. They don't have to be different. They can all work together and be together. Personally, Worthy the will stay unisex. I have gotten suggestions on making certain things that are geared towards women. And not that I'm against it, it's not. It's just, I'm trying to think of, of a way that I would want to make a unique design that touches on everybody, you know. Because even if something is does look like it's geared towards women, I don't want it to be exclusively for them. I want it to be for anybody, you know. I mean, everyone's style is so different and unique and cool nowadays. Like it'd be so dope to see how someone can style a piece that's made for the opposite gender, and they're just making it the Oh, 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 oh. Okay, what's going on? Fifteen minute. To finish my thought before I forget, it would just be so cool to see more and more of certain pieces that were made for certain audiences being flipped, remixed, like just styled so differently on other individuals. I love that. I love seeing that. That gives me so much inspiration to make things and style them in a way that's like. Oh shit, what's that? You know, that's the reaction that I want from people in my clothing. Having a unisex brand too helps me like push that boundary, right? And finding what's cool, what's new, what's innovative for people who identify as women and people who identify as men, for anybody really, right? You know, but you know, I think of just out of the box things that. Would just look so unique on anybody. I remember when I made my first kimonos, and these were corduroy, handmade, hand dyed kimonos. Like, whoo! These were some fuego, man. They were decked in grommets, and um, they had some some adjustable features to it too. So I went off on those, but I made those, of course, in the mind for everybody. But when I made them and tried them on, like I only saw it on a like a woman's silhouette. But then when I had the photo shoot. And I saw my guy friends wearing these. I'm like, yo, this looks sick on y'all. Like, what? This is so ill. Like, I love discovering that, too. Like, seeing my pieces on different kinds of people and being like, hey, this suits you, buddy. This is, this is, this is just great. So yeah, Worthy Apple Stay, unisex, inclusive, all that good stuff that I like. You know, this episode was a little different from the rest. There wasn't a lot of references. I know, I know. But hey, savagelife.tv on IG is where you can find me, y'all, because UFC is O U C.